This is Retirement Talk. I'm Del Lowry. In this podcast, I want to talk about the challenge of keeping up with technological change. As a case in point, I want to use the creation of this podcast. I'm not trying to talk anyone into starting a podcast, unless you really want to start one. I'm just using it as an example of what it takes to keep abreast of some technological demands. Of course, all of this gets easier as time passes because they continue to make computers, programs, and instructions simpler and more user-friendly. We can turn to Google and YouTube for assistance. It seems to me like there is always an answer on these sites to any questions I have. It's very easy to find a video or a step-by-step guide to solving almost any tech question. This podcast has turned into a retirement project that is now starting its 14th year. The web traffic that it generates has tended upward ever since it began. The need for technological expertise and tools has also broadened or extended. It seems like there's always a need or an urge to change something. 13 years of podcast and several different computers have been used in its production. I really can't keep track. The main reason for the change of computers is the desire to be able to move around with my writing. The desktop gave way to a laptop, which gave way to more portable laptops, and then the laptop gave way to the netbook. I've used other desktops and several laptops and several different iPads to prepare the podcast of the last seven years. The audio sound was first recorded using the same program that I used for perhaps the first ten years. The microphones were the same, Equatech. I got them through eBay. The microphone stands were the same. I was very satisfied with the sound captured. I did purchase a handheld digital recorder for using on the road or in the field. I used it in producing perhaps three programs over the years. Another idea gone bad. It worked, but I seem to rarely need the instant availability. Today, the iPhone serves this purpose, if I need it. Then that all changed with the creation of an audio website called Audacity. It presented a much simpler and direct way to record quality sound. I had to learn how to use it, and it is yet a continuing process. I have used several computer programs to create the website. I don't even remember them all. It seems like I would use one and then be pulled in another direction by someone or something else. Today, I use Dreamweaver, and I'm told I should be switching to something much more simpler. Is that right? Simpler? And user-friendly. I even started to do that very thing and then got pulled up short by just adjusting what I presented on the website as created through Dreamweaver. I'm sure Dreamweaver would not be my choice today. Creating a website has become much simpler since I bought in to what I'm using. Two other programs have been with me the entire time in order to publish this podcast. Feed for All is one that sends each episode 
to all sorts of other websites that help people find it and alerting them that a new episode has been posted. iTunes is one. Google is another. There are others. Feed for All is a program that distributes an RSS, standing for Real Simple Syndication, for my podcast. There are other ways of doing this, but this is the one I first used and continue to use. It works. I'll bet there's simpler systems today. The other program that has to be used and set up was FileZilla. It's a program that allows me to send my finished podcast to a web hosting service that puts it on the Internet. I've used this program throughout the life of my podcast. It works, and I have had no issues with it. The web hosting service I have always used is Network Solutions. It's a major player in American web hosting services. It is the company that I connect to through FileZilla to publish my weekly podcasts on the Internet. If you're going to have a podcast on the Internet, then you must have a web hosting service. Once again, it was just another one of the many programs to become familiar with and manage. It's the only one for which I have to pay a yearly fee. Mobile screens have presented an ever-changing technological challenge. Fortunately for me, most of those changes have not affected the preparation and distribution of the podcast. The programs I use to produce and distribute have adjusted to make the podcast available. Suggestions continue to roll in on changing the website so it will be more appealing or user-friendly. That's one aspect of producing the program that's forever. I have been willing to change the site, but it does require time to implement. It seems like I get into a mode to make changes and then let it sit for several months. It's fun to learn how to create a new web look, but it's not my first love. Retirement is a special time in life. We have choices. We have time. And if we're lucky, we have the economic wherewithal to live the life of our own design. Of course, many realities are beyond our control and thus limit our choices. But after taking those into consideration, it's only our imagination that limits our field. My choice to create this podcast has now served me well for 13 full years and continues to interest me and others. My venture into this ever-changing technological world has not been without reward. It has required effort and some costs, and I might add no financial reward. People are always telling me I should make some money off of it, but it has never happened. It has kept life interesting. I have been buoyed by the response of listeners. I have heard from many people from a wide range of places and an even wider range of topics. It's always encouraging to know that at least someone is listening and carefully considering their own life as they head into or experience retirement. This is Retirement Talk. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, contact Dell at retirementtalk.org.